Hey sis, welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast. Are you a working, high-achieving professional woman, constantly working extra shifts to keep your finances in order? Have you found yourself being overwhelmed, exhausted, constantly worrying about your financial future? Are you always starting and stopping projects, delayed in completing tasks, or postponing things you need to accomplish in your life because you believe you're not financially fit enough to enjoy your life? Do you secretly believe in order to have a healthy financial future, you have to keep hustling and neglect yourself in the process? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then this podcast is just for you. I am your host, Dr. Temi, a board-certified emergency physician, wife, and mom of two. I'm also your power coach. This podcast will transform the way you've approached your mindset about money so that you can have a renewed, refreshed, and re-energized life so that you can practice medicine on your own terms and also monetize your purpose. All right, well, let's get into it. Hey, 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 money tribe. I think that's what I'm going to call the people that listen to this podcast and tune into my platform. And this is Dr. Temi, your money coach, your power coach. And basically, I wanted to come back today and talk about self-care as a manifestation of an elevated money mindset. And this is a part two in the series, okay? And as many of you know, the COVID pandemic really, really highlighted the fact that many of us had been feeling burnt out. We had had some issues with self-care. We basically had some issues with acknowledging and recognizing that we had been lacking in that aspect of, of our lives for majority of our careers. And so it's just interesting now that there's a lot of academic workshops about burnout, about employee health, about employee wellness. And I just wanted to just kind of bring this thought to you. Self-care as a manifestation of an elevated money mindset. Now, I want to just talk about mindset. I think mindset is a buzzword that a lot of people throw around, but when you think about it at times, we don't really know what it truly means, right? Like you hear, you know, how does one work on their mindset? You hear mindset is key to changing everything, right? You hear, oh, if you change your mindset, you'll change your life. You also hear, oh, if you have the right mindset, you can see the money flowing appropriately and consciously, right? So, but I'm coming by to ask you, what are some actionable steps to changing this said mindset, especially your money mindset, right? That's the name of this podcast. 
What if I told you that self-care is one of the key components to actually shifting your money mindset? So as you know, I worked a very long time in an emergency department, so a lot of my stories relate to emergency medicine. And I remember when I used to actually be a nocturnist for about a year and a half. Um, I started out doing it because I figured that it would get me the kind of money that I would need, right? Because the night shift always came with a night differential. And so basically, if I get this night differential, at least this is the thought process at that time, if I get this night differential, then I don't have to work as many shifts and then I get to sleep in my bed at night, right? That was the thought process at that time. And as everyone knows, the ER is full of a lot of druggies at nighttime. You got the hustlers coming out. You got just the outright weird folk that come out. And to top it off, you actually get a lot of critically ill patients. And the specific emergency department I worked at was a very, very high acuity, high volume location. So we got anything and everything that walked in through that ER. So in my typical fashion as the night doc, I just used to peruse the board um, to see who you know needed my immediate attention and who I can kind of skip while sipping on my coffee. I'd bring out my stethoscope and my speakers, you know, I'm trying to set the mood right, make sure I'm in a good mind frame to take on the shift, right? I mean, I brought my food. I'm Nigerian, so I brought me a full plate of chicken and jollof rice and some stew. And I had that ready for the night, honey, because I'm like, I don't believe in starving myself. I'm sorry, I will down a whole plate on my shift and make sure that I'm <laughs> in full service to the patient. Anyhow, so of course, you know, we work with um, medical scribes. And so I would ask my scribe, hey, are you pumped? Are you pumped? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go, let's go. So we just chug through the night. We'd see the patients. I mean, we were seeing, you know, we'd go from a stroke patient to a cardiac arrest to your geriatric nursing home septic patient to your pediatric fever, et cetera, et cetera, right? Now, on paper and on an intellectual level, I enjoyed working through the differential diagnosis of these cases. But on a practical level, each case took a little piece of me every time. And by the end of the shift, I was always full of muscle aches, pains, neck pain, stiffness, and I'd be just outright drained and had a loss of words by the end of the shift. All I wanted to do was curl up in a ball and have my mommy tell me that I did the best that I could at the end of the night and that it would be okay if I wasn't perfect, right? If I even potentially missed something critical, God forbid. Now to top it off, right? I couldn't just sleep, like fall asleep. I had to drive 45 minutes back home from this long night shift, right? So many times I'd be on the road and I'm okay. 20 minutes in, you start the dozing, right? You are like, oh my God, oh my God, how do I keep my eyes open? So you like start slapping your face, maybe roll down the windows, maybe like, you know, splash some water on your face. Um, but 
it got real sometimes. And I would just, I mean, I would straight up pull up to a gas station, sleep there for about 30 minutes to an hour, hoping that I didn't get robbed in my sleep. Or even worse, step on the gas pedal accidentally and like ream into the gas station storefront. I mean, how ridiculous does that sound? I mean, and I and I work like this for years because I was so hell-bent on saving my way to financial freedom and paying off my student loans in sh- such a short amount of time. I mean, why wasn't I satisfied with myself considering the fact that I had paid off over $200,000 in student loans in less than five years, all while growing a young family and having minimal lifestyle inflation. But I realized that all of this went back to my mindset about money. I believed that all I had to do was make a lot of money and I'd be happier. I'd pay off a lot of debt and I'd be happier. I thought that I, if I did all of those things, that would make me happier. But I was wrong. In my pursuit to gain financial freedom, I neglected my overall health. Self-care? What was that? What does that mean? I had always believed in caring for others because as the firstborn in my family, that was my duty. It was my spiritual gift, the gift of helping others. But when you help, help, help others without even the consideration of your own self-care, that's when you can, it can become detrimental to your own health. In all transparency, I suffered severe burnout and nearly quit my career until I made a decision to prioritize my health and take actionable steps to identify the internal traumas that had caused that perfectionist syndrome, right? That's what I like to call it, perfectionist syndrome and that strong woman persona. I mean, this was carried for over 20 years. I identified what my money blocks were through my own framework that rescued me out of that rabbit hole. Whew, that rabbit hole, I'm glad I'm no longer there. My goal now is to prevent other high-achieving mid-career professional women physicians from getting to that low point. Because if your self-care and overall health are shot, how can you have the clarity of mind to continue making money without the overwhelm? How would you have the clarity of mind to make certain judicious financial decisions? How would you have the clarity of mind to negotiate you for proper terms, right? Have you even considered what may be stopping you from getting your financial portfolio to the next level? Look, sis, I know you have it all together. I know you have your emergency fund. You have maxed out on all your retirement accounts. And 
you probably even have some money in a 529 plan, an UTMA plan, or even in your, you, you might have, you know, your first investment property under your belt, but you still feel like something is missing, right? Look, 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 look. I am here as your power coach to coach you through money blocks so that you can negotiate for higher salaries, higher bonuses, and practice medicine on your own terms. Sis, let's get started on your self-care today, right? It is a manifestation of an elevated money mindset, right? I have a coaching program that walks you through this, that helps you gain your freedom, your respect, and re-energizes you to live and practice medicine peacefully without the overwhelm, without the hustle and bustle, without chasing RVUs, right? Let's help you gain your financial freedom peacefully and with ease. Now, I want you, if any of this resonates with you, and I'm sure it does because you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if it didn't, I want you to go ahead and visit my website, www.moneymindsetmd.com. Book a decision call with me today. All right, book a decision call. We can see if my program is a good fit for you. We can talk about what the program entails, how long it is, and what you will gain at the end of it. I'm here to help. Let's get started today to prepare you for 2023 and beyond, okay? I'm so glad that you are taking the next steps to being an empowered future you. All right, take care and have a blessed, blessed, blessed one.